Wobbly Arrow Podcast, featuring your favorite hosts, Justin Horn and Jimmy Neese. I think I got a tick in my butt. Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast. <laughs> Speaking of gay, oh, there's uh, gay right there, Levi Morgan. You know, basically knocked all the tail feathers off them chickens by, you know, using them. I'm gonna have to throw me down on the Damn, this shit smells good. <laughs> you look good, you feel good, you hunt good. So, here we are again, the new segment, Poacher of the Week. That's how you know you fucked up. Yeah, that's how you know you <laughs> fucked up. You bought an Android phone, you dumbass. <laughs> say that we got our big Jim's bows in today, so that's pretty badass. Yeah. Might have to do two podcasts. <laughs> Just important job. That's right. Just ever so slightly sticking out of my britches. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> you wish you I got my pant legs job. pulled all the way up to my uh, ball sack, so hopefully it's is. sticking out. Yeah. So it's hanging low. Yeah, it's hanging low. Who was that song by? Tyler Childers? Tyler Childers. Yeah, White House Road. White House Road. Yeah. Good song. Badass. Our guest. Our special guest picked that song today. He sure did. What's up, fellas? What are you doing, Joe? Putting a chew in. Putting a chew in. <laughs> you guys have heard Joe before. He's been here a couple times. He's got some new shit to talk about. That's why we're here. Yeah, it's Joe from Big Time. Yeah, he's been like stubbed up in the house and shit. He's ready to get out and do a little <laughs> something, something. Oh, that's right. I, I can handle quarantine, but quarantine with an eight-month pregnant boy, it's... Oof. I was ready to come out. To yeah. Ready to come out. Yeah. Bless yeah, that's why you agreed so quick this time. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there, boys. And, and for all our other guests that might hear this episode, 
Joe knows how to come to the Wobble Arrow podcast. Absolutely. He brings delicious brats and these uh, sautéed onions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, that was good stuff. Yes. I'm stuffed it, and he just know, he knows me. He knows if I did, he didn't bring something with bread in it, I'm getting too drunk. So, <laughs> good call, Joe. Well, that's a given, isn't it? <laughs> so we got our big Jim's bows in. Justin got his in. Um, we tuned our arrows today. Some of you guys probably saw the Facebook live that we did, where we went over um, how to tune an arrow for a traditional bow. Yep. I would highly recommend if you uh, are interested, if it's something that you want to try, find the Wobble Arrow podcast on Facebook. Look at that video. We go through and break it down step by step what you need to do. And it is surprisingly yeah. simple to do. Yes. But the only thing you have to realize is you cannot simply just go out and bear shaft tune an arrow if you haven't at least got some kind of form down on how to shoot a longbow or a recurve. So you need to work on that first. Yeah, if you're a beginner and you're spraying and praying, yeah, this probably is a little advanced <laughs> yeah. for you. But if you've shot a traditional bow for a while and you can hit the target, like yeah. tonight, Joe shot our bows and he yeah. right out of the gate, he was just put him right in there. Zone. He's, oh yeah, he's good enough. He could you could bear shaft tune a traditional bow. Easy. So, yeah, yeah. If you're interested, if you've shot some traditional and you don't know what we're talking about, check it out when you do it. It's going to make your setup more forgiving, make you a little bit, you'll get better results. Yep. I don't know if it makes you a better shooter, but you'll get better results. Yeah. A little tighter. Just a slightly tighter. Slightly tighter group. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you grabbed my bow tonight and we're shooting it and your group was pretty good. They were right in there. Yeah. About what, 15 yards, yeah. 18 yards? Oh, it helps. Yeah. Big time. And mm -hmm. we've never really done that. We've never really sat down on bear shaft tune like that before. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, we've been getting our asses reamed because we've been getting these bows in. And was there four people that ordered them? Was there four or five? I don't know. There was a few. There was a handful a few. of people. And everybody's get, got their bows in, so they're bitching at us because we haven't shown any pictures or told anything about it. So, yeah. but we are not here to talk about Big Jim's nutsack today. We're here to talk about the number one person that we like to drink with that'd be joe i thought you was gonna say joe Humphrey's <laughs> nutsack <laughs> let's talk about it uh how so, you been doing joe seriously I, I i know that you've been all pissed off and you've been doing pretty good at cooking you're getting pretty uh, fucking good at cooking dude, and I'm, drinking beer yeah yeah I, I need to go to the gym with you it, it's gotten bad man uh been eating a lot been drinking a whole lot uh we didn't have to shut down because of the uh the rona yeah, but uh, we did have the sales team all working from home. Which is that you because know, you're considered agricultural or whatever? No, because we make pet treats on the other side. I just got to <laughs> ride that wagon, man. <laughs> like, we'll keep on rocking. So the pet treats were essential. The pet treats were considered essential in Indiana. Why is that? Because so, I mean, we you know they're making pet treats, they're making bird seed, big times part of that that family chain. Yep. So we got to stay open, and you know basically if I have cell service and wi-fi i can work okay so, yeah you know work so you from home working. do what yeah. you gotta do and we kept on rocking i mean honestly it's been phenomenal i mean more and more people are staying at home you know our our clientele our customers are the guys that are essential they're still going at it but they got more time to to go out and work on their plots or feed their deer and everything especially I mean, you got kids and they're out of sports right now <laughs> yeah yeah but it yeah it's honestly been good it's as, as bad as it can be it's been a blessing for us this year good deal. that's good yeah. i'm glad to hear that 
So Joe's, Joe brought the big time catalogs with him, and you guys have some new products that debuted at ATA this year. We got a lot of new stuff this year. Yeah, it looks really, really good, and I'm glad you're here because I was just talking earlier with, with uh, Doug, one of our listeners. So I planted my south plot today. North plot, my bridge crossing washed out, so I was planning on getting in there and taking care of it this spring, but it's washed out, and I have to wait. Probably be July. My yeah. woods is kind of swampy, and it needs to really dry out so I can get in with the tractor and build that back up. We're going to wait for the Wobbly Arrow weekend when there's going to be about 50 people here, and we're going to make them help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go borrow 50 shovels. No, but um, so I'm going to end up with a fall planting again for my acre, acre probably a little over an acre back here in the woods. So I need some advice on what I should plant. It's like a honey hole in the woods, but it gets plenty of sunlight. Okay. So I can do just about anything. More than four to five hours a day? You yes. Think? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're solid. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I got something for you. Well, what do you recommend? Uh, for that, I would go with the Foundation Clover. Okay. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. That's a five-blend clover, reds and whites. There's a hybrid in there that's going to get 40 inches tall for you. And, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit late for planting right now yep. for spring plots. Yep. But... It's never too soon to start thinking about prepping that ground for July yep. and plant in August. Okay. So do not plant before August. That'd be my advice to you. Okay. Gotcha. But, you know, do all the do all the dirt work. You know, go in, disc it if you can. Spray it. Spray it, disc it again, spray it so it's just a clean bed. Yep. Then all you got to do is go in and lay the seed. And, you know, if you can, cult the packet, you're, you're good to go. Cool. So And use fertilizer? Yes, I would recommend getting on the Big Time website and getting our soil test kit and seeing what you need to throw on there. Yeah, I do need to do that. So last year when I first started the plot, I didn't have time for a soil test, so I did 500 pounds of lime and 300 pounds of fertilizer, just as a guess. Yeah, if you don't know, I mean, you're never going to go wrong with lime and just, you know, a triple 12, triple 13, mm -hmm. just, just get it out there and it's going to help you. Yeah. So yeah, we we haven't launched the, uh, the soil test kit yet, but you literally just buy it off the website. You get emailed the form, you mail in your your soil, and all the report comes back to you telling you what you need to do. Really, your, your pH, you know, you want it right around seven, six and a half to seven. Yep, and then you go from there on on what you want to. And we'll, they'll recommend how much fertilizer to apply and all that. Yep. Sweet. And, and actually on that list, you know, you don't have to use it just for big time food plots. It can be done for anything, but you actually put on there what you plan on doing. And then we're going to give you the recommendations. Oh, so cool. it, whether it's foundation clover or something else that we're going to talk about later. Okay. It's going to have all that information on there for you. Very Sweet. cool. So you recommend clover in the whole thing or should I split it up? Do you think? Are you going to be doing late season hunting? Yes. Uh, I would probably do... How much light are you getting in there total? Do you think of that uh, hour wise? Uh, I would say from Put him on the spot. sun up until late afternoon. Okay, you you could go with like a sun if you up wanted, until probably five ish. Oh, you're probably you're getting, later than that in the you're summer, but good light. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's cleared. I mean, yeah, I, I would do you know maybe half and half foundation clover and we're gonna have another blend called long range okay that's gonna be uh winter wheat oats turnips radishes and clover literally a smorgasbord i mean it's the whole shebang as far as what deer want to eat 
cool. And that's, you know, the, the winter wheat and everything and the oats, they're going to last well after frost and everything. You're going to have the turnips and radishes in there. So after a frost, that's they're not going to touch them before then. Yep. Because they have that. You got to have that frost on there to sweeten them up, up on the bulbs. Mm-hmm. They'll eat the tops first, and then the, the bulbs later. So that that long range would be perfect for you back there. Cool. And is that in this catalog? Yes, or is, it is. Oh, okay, good. Yep. It's a the long range will be a twenty six pound bag, and you know most of the bags are like two to four pounds. But when you start talking about oats and everything, that's such a big seed yep that's when you it's not going to do a bigger area it's still going to do a half acre for you yep but you're talking about giant seeds when you start planting those yeah you know this is fantastic even your um your bag designs look really good i spent a lot of time last year on that that's why you couldn't get a hold of me i was designing (laughs) bags all last year they look really good yeah we we put a lot into it you know as far as the design and everything but you know, into we, we've got a new product developer working with me, Daryl Cherry, and he, he's been in the industry forever. And he is an absolute mad scientist when it comes to food plots. I didn't know that much went into it going into it. I mean, as far as the percentages of, you know, you can only have these many, this many turnips in here because they take up so much area compared to the clover and everything. I mean, yeah, it, he started breaking it down and, and teaching me more and more about that. And it's just, it's going to be some hellacious blends for you. And it you got to have a variety because, you know, some guys love clover. Some guys love alfalfa. I don't have an alfalfa yet, but, you know, clover is always going to be king. Right, but, yeah. you know, some guys love radishes. Some guys love turnips. It just depends on where you're at. You know, when we talk to guys in Missouri, they lean more towards radishes and not the turnips. Indiana was more turnips, not so much the radishes. So we, we kind of come to a happy median on everything to cover cool. everybody. So you're getting both in the one blend. Yep. That's awesome. And then, you know, we've, we've had the buck brunch out for a few years now. That's always done phenomenal for us. We've yep. modified it, made it better. Really? That's going to be the throw and grow. We added kale to it. Uh, more forage rape, which is another brassica. That's going to be like, it's going to look like a turnip without the bulb on it. Okay. So that's the stuff they're going to be eating those greens in October and November before that frost comes in. And it's just a big canopy. Okay. So a lot of forage, a lot of, a lot of tonnage in there. Good, 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 good. And that's the new and improved buck brunch. The last stand is going to be the the other one that we've had around for a while. Uh, modified that with the kale in there as well. Just kale is just a nice additive. It's just another you know, cold season high tonnage seed that you can plant with with the forage rape and the turnips. And deer like so, the kale. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. I wouldn't put it in there if they didn't like it. <laughs> so you're telling me they love ryegrass. They love oh. He had to throw the ryegrass in. Uh, we're just kidding. They'll, they'll, eat, it. they'll eat the rye. Uh-huh. We're just kidding. What about winter peas? That's something new to Big Tiger, oh, right? The, I'm really excited about that one. Uh, it's going to have two winter pea seeds in there and then a spring pea. We put the spring pea in there. To, to kind of that's going to give you a boost when you first plant it so that the deer are going to be browsing on that spring pea before they go to the, the winter pea okay so it's going to give it more of a chance to to get going and establish gotcha uh, that one's also going to have winter wheat in there and turnips too oh wow oh that's cool yeah there, there's a lot going on in that bag that's going to be an eight and a half pound bag that does a half acre so <clears throat> How long did it take you to memorize all these poundages and coverages? I'm better when I'm drinking. 
It all comes back to me. Because that's when he wrote it. <laughs> oh, I see. Last month. Yeah. Nah, we, we've been over these things a long, long time. And just, you know, getting those percentages down and everything. I mean, we're literally looking at them every single day. And I'm, I'm really pumped this fall. I want you to come up to the plant. Uh, we're going to have that whole front field is going to be dedicated to a test area. Oh, So sweet. we're going to plant it as the bag. You know, if it's a half acre bag, quarter acre bag, we're going to plant it so customers can actually see what area that looks like. Because, okay. I, you know, we can sit here and talk about a half acre. Yep. But it's, it's hard to, like, really envision it. You know, some, some guy, it's not going to be a perfect square. Unless you've looked at a half acre all the damn time, you still... Yeah, right. Not, yeah. Right. But, I mean, a half acre could be... 50 yards wide and right. how long is it going to be after that right so that, yeah. that's the type of scenarios we're going to yeah. do and then we're going to have the you know the test plots for next year you know up and coming new items coming out we'll have those out there as well oh but cool you'll have to be blindfolded for those and spun around five times right? but yeah we'll we'll show them to you you have to sign a non-disclosure <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely do i get paid for signing a non-disclosure so you're saying we can't go live on facebook are you saying you learn from joe biden or something or what? <laughs> No, at work, anytime I've ever had to sign a non-disclosure, they always give you a little bit of money. <laughs> so I'll have brats on hand for you. Yeah, perfect, perfect. There, perfect. perfect. there my that's it right there. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, we got to kill deer this year. We can't do like we did last year. Can't do that shit. I got to have back straps with chorizo and cream so, cheese. Here's the thing. For me, this is a, speaking for me. Yep. I'm going traditional the entire season. If it's brown, it's down. You'll kill something. Yeah. If it is brown, I'm going to shoot at it. I'm setting up on paths where people don't hunt just because the only thing they ever see there's fawns and does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm setting up. If that's where they say, you know, yeah. Yeah. All I ever see is skinheads. I want to shoot. Show six, me where. I want to shoot six deer at five yards. I Show don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited too because for turkey season, I pulled out my son's uh, little leafy wear ghillie type suit. That thing is perfect because it goes over anything you want to wear and it's lightweight and it surprisingly blocks the wind. It looks like a mesh with the leaves, you know, sewn oh, yeah. into it. But I was surprised how much it cut down the wind. But as I'm wearing it, you're so mobile with it. It's not bulky. I'm thinking early season off the ground with the traditional equipment. That's going to be the ticket. Nothing but your underwear in the suit. Yeah. Yeah. When it's hot out, when you're bow hunting and it's like 70 put on that thing well fuck the way this year is going it's gonna be 97 degrees and all october might be might probably still be raining too they probably yeah, probably will you guys get hammered with rain today we got hammered i think we got an inch and a half today oh my god we got the i i got up at 9 a.m this morning got the whole garden in it was still wet but i tilled it anyway got all the tomatoes in the peppers as i was dropping the last seed for the zucchini it started raining and then I looked back out later, and all you could see out there was some plants sticking up out of the water and some mounds for zucchini. Oh, oh. Yep, we'll do that again two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got lucky here. It rained. It, I got what you got yeah. on 340. Mm-hmm. Jimmy got fucking nothing. Sprinkled. It, last week, two days before that big rain set in, that three-day rain, yep. the corn got in at my house. Oh, did it? We was all jacked up by, like, yeah, we got the corn in, we beat it. And then it rains for three days straight. We got 
just shy of five inches. And and we got a heavy clay at my house. Holy smokes. So it's gone. I mean, it is not coming up. There's, I mean, there's a few sticking up, but it's... When you, when you got, could, damn it. think they could hoe it and save it? I don't know. I mean, it's still standing out there. I mean, it's just... Yeah. And it's tiled. I mean, we, we have a good irrigation system, or not irrigation, but drainage system, and... It's still standing? It's still just sitting there. When, when I've got wood ducks and geese sitting in my front yard and <laughs> field... Definitely the wood ducks. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I see more. I, I don't know how many times I mistake uh, a goose for a turkey this year just because we never so much. did waterfowl hunt together. Huh? We, we never did. We talked about it for like we talked 10 about, years. That was back when I first started getting into longbows and we had this whole... We were, we were going... He's going to put one at three feet in front of my face yep. so I could shoot it with a... I, I was I was big into waterfowl for about ten years, and he was getting into fish, and I was like, "Dude, come on out! I will get one in your face if you miss it. It's your fault." Well, we only right talked in. about it for like three years. Every time we went to Gander, Gander Mountain, so were you going to do flu flu arrows or? Yeah, I had I had the arrow set up and everything. I we just never. Oh, that was never badass. never did it. I do have a place right over by Sealyville, though. Oh God, my buddy, just all that those cornfields. Yeah, his uh, in laws own that, and we are good to go this year. Fuck it. I'm. I'm just saying. You got the bow for it. I got. I got arrows to make flu flus too. Hell yes. He's a tr- trad guy too, so he'll be all for it. I'll oh. take the shotgun to back y'all. Back up. us up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Probably be talking so probably much. Gonna, shit. Probably gonna need it. <laughs> That's a good one, boy. I'll be shooting them at sixty yards as they're coming. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. They, were, they weren't gonna come in. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> I would love to have a camera on the two trad guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Motherfucker, <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> I can only kill three. After that, it's all them. Oh, okay. is it three? I thought it was two. It's it's three now. Is it three now? I think. Well, it's been, been a long, kind of out of the It's game, been a long so time since I went. I, honestly, I mean, all my decoys. We're so Buried busy. In a shed when, when it gets good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it gets good, you know, ATAs going on. That that's traditionally that was like our number one week from there. The first week of January to February. Yeah, that's when we hammered them, and. Now I'm so, so busy with you, shows and everything yeah. with the deer side that it is what it is. Had to grow up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't have time. Yeah, I just can't bring myself to sell the decoys though. It's like, God, maybe one day I'll be able to get right, back yeah. to it. Yeah, and when your boy gets older, you may want to back off work a little Justification. bit. Justification, absolutely. Yeah. There you go, and that way you don't have to go spend nine thousand dollars on decoys. Yeah, because you know you're not going to go buy the cheap ones. I, I did sell the trailer <laughs> and probably half the decoys. I, I've still got like. Four dozen decoys out there. I sold half of them and the trailer. The the dog's retired now and lazy and sits Dude, around. You should have seen the fucking turkey. pictures he would bring in. Just uh, fucking stupid. We were good back in the day. We, no, we sure. were real good. But but when I worked at Gander Mountain, once season came around, you know, I was a supervisor. I was like, I want to work every evening shift. Because nobody else wanted to close. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll work them. Yeah. Uh, we hunted every day. Yep. And, you know, if I wasn't hunting, I was scouting. I wasn't married, didn't have kids. I mean, we we knocked the so shit it was out. Perfect. Of him. His, oh, his it was beard awesome. was a little more fuller than what it is now. It was. Yeah. It's coming back though, <laughs> man. It's coming back. Is that the quarantine beard? This is the quarantine. There's a lot more gray in it than uh, back yeah, then. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. When I was at Gander, I mean, it was. Oh, it was nice. No shit. Oh, yeah. It was halfway down oh, the yeah. chest. Yeah. And Gander was good with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. What were they gonna say? I was selling guns. Well, oh, yeah, man. that's true. 
I mean, they were more worried about Obama back then than, than my beard. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, shit. Uh, matter of fact, can you make it a little bit longer? <laughs> we, need, we need some of that Duck Dynasty luck in here. Yes. I, I had that beard before they got big. That's I'm right. Just yeah, I know you did. It was before. Oh, <laughs> shit. You were Duck Dynasty style? I was... I think I might have been an influence on him. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they could have had. I saw all his pictures and stuff. I mean, regardless that, you know, uh, not Willie, but the dad was, had been. Phil? Phil had been killing ducks since 1902. Yeah. And He'd making videos about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> could you imagine if you could spend a duck season with him, how much you would learn? It's hard telling. I mean, there's probably so many little tips and tricks that he knows oh yeah because he's been doing it so long and the, and those guys down there where they hunt out louisiana and everything i've hunted arkansas one time and i swore i wouldn't do it again because we we always go up we do a family trip in october i take my dad and my brother up to saskatchewan those birds are dumb as hell because they haven't been shot at and you're shooting young birds and you know they're coming off the tundra you've got all that wooded area and the, the first field areas is where we're at okay they haven't seen a hunter. Yeah. You know, we'll throw seven mojos out there and two dozen decoys and have 5,000 ducks try to land on us at the same time. Oh, my gosh. I mean, my buddy, he's got the cabin up there. He stands up in the blinds. I want to show you guys how stupid these sons of bitches are. Stands up in the blind, and there's eight of us in this field, and he's directing traffic on the birds. <laughs> they flew around him, and we shot him at 10 feet. <laughs> They're that dumb. <laughs> By the time they get to Louisiana and Arkansas, they've seen all that. They're smart. I mean, guys from Indiana can't go to Arkansas or Louisiana and kill birds. Gotcha. Unless you have a guide or something because they're that smart. They're not coming in like that because guys like me are doing dumb shit up in Saskatchewan, showing them all the tricks before they get there. <laughs> Direct and traffic. Direct and traffic. Look at this, man. This is cool. They're so stupid. So you're saying that Phil and those guys know how to kill ducks because they're doing it at the hardest, not the harder spots. They're at the end spot. I mean, you, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine going down there and saying, "All right, I'm gonna set up right here and kill birds." It's just they've seen every trick and tactic in the book down there, and that ugh, it would just suck. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never duck hunted. Uh, I've done it a don't, couple times. Don't don't no. You just spend too much money. Well, I was going to say my cousin got into it, and I mean, he spent a fortune on decoys and Benelli's and, I mean, you name it. It's I, I think when I got real big into it, I was still in college. And, you know, you always had that little bit of extra on your student loan and everything. It all, like, I had the trailer after that. I had the decoys. <laughs> thank you, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, or no thank you for adding on to those damn fucking never mind um anywho where are we going with that nowhere not going anywhere with that go ahead i want to hear it going to hell i guess you're going to hell going straight to hell but yeah uh i mean even like even people getting into deer hunting it can be expensive but deer hunting you can get away with going cheap i'm gonna make a prediction and say there's gonna be a hell of a lot more people in the woods this fall I, it's going to bring it's, a lot of people back with all this meat shortage. I mean, they're they're literally slaughtering hogs because they can't get them in butcher shops. Yep. There's you gonna you be can a buy lot a whole pig right there. now, killed and gutted, 
for 50 bucks. 300 pounders. I heard that same thing today. Yep. 50 bucks. That's crazy. Oh, pig. But you got to butcher yourself. Yeah. So, How hard can it be? It's all according to what you want. Do you want it to look like it comes from a butcher shop or you just want meat off a pig? Like, I mean, we, we also know somebody that it doesn't. Ha- has literally yeah. everything to butcher a pig, even the, even the uh, fucking table meat saw. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not like it has to be pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty, but people don't want to do the work either. But it's not that hard. It's just it time It can't be any different than a deer. Well, that's I what mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm not going to be sitting there you, cutting you, chops. You eat more I'll, off of it. Oh, yeah. yank the loins off of it. Yeah. I, I can figure out how to get that bacon off there. I oh, yeah. One way or another, I will be getting <laughs> that bacon off there. Yeah. Curing bacon is actually kind of difficult. Is it? Yeah. It's not like a... just You have to actually buy shit. It's kind of like doing jerky. Yeah. Oh, really? You have to like season it up? Uh-huh. You got to season it and you put it in this weird tote and it's got to mm-hmm. sit for so long. And yeah, it's it's, it's different. Yeah, you got to brine her up yeah. and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I've had some bacon from a butcher that wasn't uh, brined or yeah. marinated or seasoned. Yeah. It wasn't bacon. They called it bacon, but it's not bacon. No. It was cutting the strips. It it's, looked it's just like same, it. It just doesn't have that same salty yeah, that, flavor. Not the goodness. Yeah. yeah. Like we, the shrink, reason, the reason we flat. fucking like bacon. Right, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes and everything. We, <laughs> we've got five feeder pigs right now at my house. And we, we went ahead and made the appointment when we bought them for September. And we take them to Wabash Clay right down the road from you. And uh, they are booked up until January 20th or something, 2021. But we went ahead and made our appointment before so all this happened. In. We're, we're in. So it's, it's like, holy it's shit. It's crazy. Are they charging more to process or is it still the same? Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a trickle effect on everybody. I mean, if, as crazy as things are getting, yeah. I mean, wonder if butchers, wonder if people had thought about opening butcher shops. I don't know. I know somebody that has. I mean, there's so much red tape to go through, health department wise, and yep. the insurance. And I mean, it's. I not don't know. Like, they they uh, during deer season they pop up out of motherfucking nowhere. Yeah. I'll the tell deer you that right are now. not the deer are not covered like the uh, livestock is. Oh, okay, I got when you. I did farmers and hunters feeding the hungry. I had to check in to get a licensed butcher, and I was asking FHFH what about you know this guy's not licensed by the state and blah 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 and they said well as long as the health department comes by and signs off on it we'd be okay with it so i asked the guy would you be okay with the health department coming out here to look at your deer setup and he's like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm like really he's like no not a chance he's like i'm not doing anything wrong but i don't want him here up my ass out here up my ass so just no thank you it's just like my father-in-law's it hell he probably wouldn't pass one but he keeps all his shit immaculate yeah yeah yeah, but you're probably right. I mean, they do dumb shit. The health departments and stuff. There was one, I was dropping meat off one time at a, a food pantry. The first year I did it, I was able to deliver the meat for the to the food pantries. I'd go by and pick up. i take laundry baskets. You might get five or six laundry baskets just full of meat. And i go by and one of them, they had all these concrete blocks like in their food area where the people come through and get their food. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, we have to get all of our racks off the floor i'm like what and they're like yeah they said that if we clean the floor with bleach or something it might come up through the wooden racks so we have to put it on concrete blocks 
Dumb shit like that. Yeah. It's like, who thinks up this stuff? Somebody, you know in, what ca- I mean? somebody in California. It's crazy. <laughs> Back to uh, another gander story. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you want another one of them? Go for it. Yeah. We did. I, I was always doing really dumb shit there. Like, I, I was always, like, doing gimmicks and everything. We went and caught a giant cooler full of bluegill. And they were still alive. We had them in the water, had an aerator in this cooler. And it, people were coming up that weekend, and you could pick your bluegill. They picked it out. We dipped it out. And we'd start filleting it. By the time they got done shopping, they'd come back out, and we'd feed them that bluegill. Health department showed up. Flipping out. Oh, you're kidding. I mean, going nuts. But they couldn't do anything because I wasn't charging them anything. If I was selling them the fillets to eat, they would have shut us down, probably shut the whole store down. But because we were just giving it away, oh, they were pissed. Oh, they they just wanted to get you. They didn't want it. We were sitting, I mean, just electric blades going, just whizzing. In the middle of Gander? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got a fucking fryer going? <laughs> the fucking 400 degree oil just, just boiling right there. What? Just, Here you go. Right there at the door. Hell yeah. Pick your bluegill. We'll have, we'll have it ready for you here in five minutes. Don't worry no about it. No kidding. That's <laughs> hilarious. Horrible. That's cool. <laughs> I think uh, they probably didn't advertise for it or nothing. They only did it once. So oh, nobody advertised nobody, the hell out of that. Huh? We advertised Oh, you did advertise the hell out of it? Oh, fuck. It's probably a reason why they're out that's of business fresh now. Food. <laughs> probably, it's uh, fresh though. Yeah, we, we were trying to show people, hey, it's it's good eating. Yeah, cool. Try it out. Get yeah. all these soccer moms in there that are there to buy clothes or something. Yeah. I can't you looking know, for the North Face. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. See if it's on sale. <laughs> it's a Gander Mountain. It wasn't on sale. That's why the deer heads came down. <laughs> there was a backstory again. You're kidding? No, a. I don't know if it was a soccer mom or not. Good chance. Could have been. But they came in shopping and were offended that all these dead animals were staring at them. At the time, I think we had like 120, 150 stores. Every one of them stores had to take every deer head down. I mean, we used to have like the number three Kodiak bear at the Terre Haute store. Like, it was a big deal. And wow. All kinds of stuff. Every one of them stores had to take everything down off the wall and never put them back up. Try to do that fucking Bass Pro Shop or something. Oh, it wouldn't happen. No. No. They'd tell them to pound sand. Yeah. Well, when, when they were closing down at Terre Haute, there was all kinds of heads in the back room that nobody claimed. Like really? Giant boars. Because, I mean, people just ran a room in their house. They're like, no, I don't want it. I don't know where they ended up. I was gone by that time. But That, that store was so fucking unorganized. I, I love going Black Friday shopping there every fucking year because they would bring something out that they forgot about that had been sitting in the back for five years. There was this, uh, I got a card table. I was like, I walked by it and I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. And I was like, wait a second. It had like 17 stickers on it and the last sticker on top said $5.80 or something like that. And I'm like, I actually grabbed somebody and said, is that right? And he goes, Yep. <laughs> kind of found it in the back. It's been sitting back there that, for a few years. That was probably me who he grabbed. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, I'm going to grab. Because it was originally $75. Yeah, it was like a card table topper or whatever. I was like, Christmas for that person, Christmas for this person, Christmas for that person. Well, you ended up with how many pallets of shit from Gander Mountain? Oh, yeah. Apparently, like it, like your stuff would go from, it would go to that, uh, uh, what's that shit? What's that place called? Um, they just sell boxes of stuff that was broken. Uh, it's in oh, well. it's in Indy. Um, 
uh, fuck, I can't remember. But what they do is they pretty much just box up a bunch of shit that's been sent back or something like that. Liquidation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we started looking at these liquidation things, and I'm like, the one of them had a bunch of blinds in it. And I'm like, what exactly could be wrong with these blinds? So we ended up, I think, with 16 pop-up blinds. That I spent like 150 bucks on. The rods were broken in on, on them. I called Gander Mountain. I said, like, just called their, you know, the number. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, I got some rods broken in some blinds. And uh, they're like, oh, how many you need? He's like, well, I need 16 short ones and, and 18 long ones. I'm like, oh, what's your address? I'm like, uh, and I gave my address. And I was like, all right, everybody, they'll be there by Monday. I'm like, do I need to pay for anything? No, no, absolutely not. You already paid for the blind. I'm like, okay. That'll do. I, I'm, I'm, I made like two or three thousand dollars on selling blinds. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get a pair of loophole binoculars? Yes, because I still have those. It was, uh, it was like a six hundred dollar pair of fucking binoculars. No, actually, actually, it was actually like five twenty or something. It was something stupid, completely waterproof, and yada yada yada, and. It come in a uh, like a silk case looking thing, mm-hmm. and it had Velcro on it. The Velcro broke, so they took the whole set of binoculars back. There was like four Leopold scopes in the bottom of this thing. There were uh, some, uh, I think they were Browning or or something Bushnell. There was one. There was actually like an AR scope that lit up and all this shit. There was nothing wrong with. All the, all the scopes on the sides of them say would not side in. And I'm like, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And besides the fact that you don't know how to put a side on a gun, and that's pretty much what it was. I think one scope was actually busted. Busted. But that was it. Wow. That was it. So I kept the binoculars. I still got them. Yeah. It's like, I'll never, ever spend that kind of money. And I spent like 100 bucks on the whole thing. And it came with like... Binos? Huh? You like them? Fuck yeah. Fuck. Good shit. Oh, I had we we went through we got we got those Gander Mountain coolers, the little oh, rubber yeah. pieces rip off the bottom of them, and they'd put them in those fucking boxes or like the rubber pieces on the handle rip off, and then you just call Gander get a replacement, and you know you just spent five dollars on a cooler. Yeah, I think I missed most about that store because I was in charge of fishing for a long time. That's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. But I would have to go in on Saturday and Sunday mornings, like seven a.m. I'd quit drinking at like 4 a.m. because I was in college. <laughs> but I'd go in and I'd have to scoop out all those dead minnows and everything. Yeah. You know how fertile my garden was during those years? <laughs> what, you really Dude, just I was taking them out and put them in the garden. <laughs> oh, I had tomatoes the size of oh, that's basketball. That's right. They had a fucking... Why would they get rid of the bait shop? They actually did good on that bait we shop. We were actually the last store to have a bait shop because I kept on fighting it. I was like, we're not getting rid of it. We're not getting rid why of it. Why would you? Everybody, everybody used it. Because what they were doing... They were losing so much money on that bait because they were buying it by the pound, but selling them by the dozen. Uh, and you, like they were losing their ass on it because nobody's gonna actually like you don't want me to count out twelve du- or twelve minnows. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna scoop it. Oh, there you go. That's twelve minnows. Right. Yeah. And it adds up. I mean, it, it was bad. it yeah. was so bad. But we actually made most of our money. In, the only money we made was on goldfish. When guys were hitting the, the river real hard with goldfish and everything, because yeah. we were selling by the each. So that was easy. I mean, you were right, yeah. screwed out of that. But yeah, it it was bad. Hell, a bait shop anymore is just 
few and far between. Yeah. You got to drive, you'll get a bait. You'll get bait. I was all jacked. They, they just opened up one up in West Terre Haute. Did they? Yeah. Well, they got one in Raleigh now that just opened up, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But it might be coming back. You might see more come back with all this COVID coronavirus bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. People are actually getting out and fishing. Yep. I've seen more people fishing this year than I've seen oh. any year. Green. Even when they shut down the fucking boat ramps, they shut down. We went to uh, Tennessee. We go to Chickamauga every year. Mm-hmm. I caught that 10-6 last year there. And this year, literally two days after we left, they shut down every public boat ramp. They, they were they were running people off lakes in Illinois. Guys that were in boats by themselves, DNR was coming out and running them off the lake, saying yep. it was closed. I mean, Illinois was by themselves. Mm. It, it's crazy. Tennessee shut down for about a week, mm. and then they opened everything back up. Well, Jeff, one of our, our northern sales manager, lives in Iron River, Wisconsin. It's far north of Wisconsin as you can get. Yeah. He's also, this time of year, I don't talk to him because he's the number one fishing guide in Wisconsin. So he's booked up nonstop. I, I was talking, I was like, dude, how's this going to affect your your other job? It's like, not gonna affect at all. Everybody I talked to said they're still in. They don't care about it. We're just waiting on the state. State opened up. I mean, the governor in Wisconsin basically said, "The hell with it. We're getting back to it." Yeah. The bars are full. No oh, shit. Yeah, yeah that's they're the way rocking. it is in Tennessee right now. Well, did, did you did you hear this uh, week that they said that it's not as contagious as they thought? It doesn't like stick to surfaces and how now we need to be outside because it's worse to be inside and oh yeah they're fine they're doing a flip-flop it's like well they're they're opening up small nope. bars here in indiana too nobody at the white house called me a week before this all happened i was in illinois at the wcb podcast gentlemen that you guys have met uh-huh. with kurt and all them guys and i said all we need to do is drink jameson whiskey because that shit will kill everything I've stuck to that regiment, and by God, I'm standing here right now. I still don't have the shit. Maybe so. I've, I've been, you know, I've drank everything. I think I had Everclear the other day. Ugh, just Ooh. right out of the bottle. And you're still healthy. I'm still healthy. I'm yeah. right here. Yeah. His check just, engine light on his liver is flickering. But yeah, I might be flickering ever. So it's like, no, actually, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm just now back to where I can have a couple drinks. I was on fucking antibiotics forever. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you can't drink. Well, not forever since last weekend. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Last weekend was bad. Oh, Jho went blind. Yeah. Yep. He we went catfishing. He got so drunk he was like stumbling around the woods, couldn't walk. He had to ride back on the four wheeler. He bitched out. Yep, that's what it was. Because he drank too much. Drank too much. But Jamie always knew if I had a good night of catfishing or not. Because if I came home, if I was dropped off. <laughs> and was kind of slurring everything that means we didn't have a good night <laughs> if i came in and said, oh it was a great night oh, we, oh, we caught all kinds of fish yeah i was too busy to be drinking and gotcha. she knew that that's yep. where it was there there it is. if i drove home she knew we had a good night had, if, if yeah. i was dropped off it was it was a little rough not enough fish yeah well his boy caught a big catfish yeah out at busters, at busters was Pond. that that big black yeah, yeah nasty looking those thing things on Facebook. They've been in there for I don't know how many years. And Was just, it a channel? Yeah, they just keep getting bigger. Ooh, and uh, crazy. Some looking. of them get like white spots on them and stuff. We just turn them back. I do won't catch them and keep them. But you don't but, keep yeah. them. No. Why don't you? I'm afraid, afraid to eat them. You're afraid they got cancer or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You see the big, big white knots on the side of them and shit. Wonder what that is. I have no idea. 
That, that means turn that motherfucker back in the water. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yeah, shit. We, we did all kinds. I've actually done a lot more fishing this year than what I've done in a while, too. Oh, my goodness. Besides a year I was uh, working nine and fives, and we were stuck in Middletown or Germantown, Ohio. Yeah. That was before we knew Heath and Julia. It was like three years ago. And there was a creek that ran... We were there for f- six months working night shift. We'd get off work, go straight to the creek and wade for like six hours, just caught smallmouth after smallmouth, and it just lasted for six months. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. And that's probably why I'm getting a divorce right now. Will, will you do me a favor, Justin? <laughs> yeah. Since your phone's hooked up, will you call Bo, please? Yes. He seems a little agitated. He called and what's I said, his, sorry, can I problem? call you later? I said, doing a podcast, he says, well, fuck you. <laughs> all right so let's just call him and see what the fuck his problem all right, is call, we're gonna call bo we'll let fucking i'm joe, dying to know what's so joe, fucking important joe bitch him out yeah there you go you want me to talk to him i'll talk um, to him yeah call him a little fat bitch all right call him bobo hey bobo Hi, bobo i'm gonna set him right up here on the wieners all right boy got turned up What's up, faggots? What's hey, up? Bo. This is Joe from Big Time. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Well, you're sitting on my wiener right now. <laughs> Who? Me? Oh yeah, you were sitting right on top of it. Yeah, me. you're you're technically ah, well, you're technically just laying all over his wiener. Inside of me. <laughs> Too far, man. I prefer wieners inside and of me. If you want to sure. come over and have this one in your mouth, I've got onions and a bun to go with it. Whoa, okay. Okay, now. <laughs> I might take you up on that offer there, big boy. So what, what's your fucking problem, Bo? Why are you bitching out on us? What do you mean? You're, Jimmy said you're being all shitty and stuff, acting like a little woman. Yeah, well, he's being a little bitch. <laughs> I call y'all, and he's like, oh, I'm doing a fucking podcast with big time guys. Fuck you, hillbilly. And I'm like, what? Bunch of dicks. Y'all, y'all get twelve listeners, and all of a sudden, I'm fucking. Y'all are high cotton, and I'm just trash. <laughs> well, you were trash all along, Bo. That's it true. Yeah, we were going to keep you around true. regardless, but I don't know. We're thinking different nowadays. I drive four hours to come see you, sons of bitches, over a weekend. I don't even get a podcast. Oh, don't even. I don't even want to hear that shit. I tried to come out here and do a fucking podcast, and somebody's like, "I'm tired. I want to go to bed." I just, I just don't feel like it. You are the last person on earth that can bitch about anything. You're right, but I'm going to anyway. That's true. Because <laughs> you whined and cried about your knees from sucking so many dicks. <laughs> That's right. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I, I have fluid on my knees, but... <laughs> Turned out that wasn't it either. Yeah. yeah that's all i did i just sucked dicks and complain about my knees so you you called uh, you, know, you called and i said i'm busy with the podcast can i call you later and you <laughs> said well fuck you so what did you have that was so important i was gonna tell you i never got my shirt yet what shirt oh okay all right yep my wablero shirt that i bought he so bought. Holly depoed mine Oh, he stole his wallet. Haven't you shirt. heard there's a fucking coronavirus going around and they've shut down all the uh, shipping, motherfucker? I wouldn't feel too bad about all, it. I didn't even know there was any all. shirts available. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> 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 They're not available for us either. That's a bad part. 
They are. Uh, cool. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we want to buy them. I have a bone to pick with Big Time. Oh, let's oh, hear it. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Joe so, Unsbury is no longer I'm, associated with this hang on, particular first episode. Off, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be this close to your uh, penis and your foreskin, I didn't say anything about a penis. <laughs> I said my wiener. I, I brought broads in for everybody. Well, a wiener. Oh man, I love you. Uh, <laughs> you, you ain't got a bone to pick with me anymore. <laughs> well, I left out the R. I wanted a boner, but so. I went to visit Rackology at 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 ATA show. <laughs> AT&T. And they gave me a T-shirt. Gotcha. They gave you and a I T-shirt. And I go to Big Time, and I don't get I don't get a T-shirt. Did you ask for a T-shirt? No, I didn't. Did, I just, did you talk to me? Hey, ask them if they make enough. No, fabric. I didn't. Then you got just, no I'm bone to doing, pick I'm, with me. Hey, hey, Bo. Bo. What's up? Uh, over at Big Time, it's mostly a bunch of little tiny fellas. And I'm just not exactly sure if they make T-shirts that big over there. Oh, what, what are you trying to get out there, Justin Horn? You that you're just as fat as my knees hurt. That's exactly what it is. My knees hurt pretty fucking oh. bad. Well, guess what? Well, at least my knees ain't swelled up from sucking dick. My belly, my belly swelled up from eating too damn much. Bo, I will get your address from these guys, and I can... I bet you that a t-shirt gets to you from me faster than a wobbly arrow t-shirt. <laughs> that's called you know Joe ain't got shit to do and he's going to overnight that motherfucker. Uh, that's, I tell you what, if that's the case, I'll give you some good big time footage this fall. That'll work. And then I'm going to stick this bra in the same box that's going to be about a week old. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a dick pic? <laughs> <laughs> It's gotta be a pol- it's gotta be a Polaroid though. It can't be on the phone yeah. or nothing like that. No, don't don't, don't send me the camera shit. with a whole bunch of different like dick pic views and shit like that, <laughs> <laughs> like different angles and stuff to make it look bigger. <laughs> Just give me. I want a side by side. I want. The bra in one hand, and I want your penis in the other two fingers. I'm going to be honest with you. In the other two hands. Our our hashtag that we go by is Every Inch Matters. That wasn't by antlers when we came up with that. (laughs) It all matters. You don't want to lose anything. I'm going to have to tell my wife not to open up the fucking mail if it's got my name on it because she'd get all excited of a dick pic. So. <laughs> oh, I'm hey, sure Bo, she'd be you got, you got something in the mail? Oh, my God, oh. it's a penis. <laughs> and you best believe I'd say big time did it. You need to draw a dick She has picture. no idea what that means. Just yeah. Just mail that. Like, don't mail a t-shirt or nothing. Just that. Or draw, draw the dick on the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sign your name. Happy birthday. Oh, shit. Well, I can let you guys go and let you finish your podcast. Sorry for bugging y'all. All right. You come, you're you coming to the uh, Wild Beer All Weekend, aren't you? Uh, yeah. As, as of right now, I am. As long as your I job, I told my right? bosses, they, they want me to go to Detroit. I tell him kiss my brown butthole. So. <laughs> Detroit? Where is Detroit? Detroit, Michigan. Oh. I want to go fish St. Clair, but I can't find nobody to go with me. Oh, shit. So. What's everybody looking at me for? Like I'm single or something. What's up? <laughs> what? 
Bye. I'm probably going to lose signal. <laughs> bye, Bo. Bye, bye. Bye. I love y'all. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> God dang, he's funny. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, yeah, we're having a Wobbly Arrow weekend for all the listeners. Didn't get invited to that either uh, yet. Well, we, what, we're not. We're still not exactly sure what's going on there. Well, that works. It's the last yeah. weekend in July. It's going to be here. Perfect. Uh, and yeah. um, I'm 15 minutes away. I am offering. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you really? It took. It takes me fifteen minutes to get here. Why don't you hear more often? Oh yeah, you're busy and stuff. Got, busy and got stuff. like that job and right. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like a, a kid on the way. And right. Yeah. Kid and, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. She do June twenty second by June twenty second. Yep. By July, she'll be uh, able to get out of the house more. There you go. All good. So does she have a job or is she stay at home mom? No, she got a job. Okay. Yeah. So will she be on maternity leave for like oh, yeah. six weeks? Yeah, or so? she's gonna do eight weeks. Okay. She, she wanted 12, and I said, meet me in the middle. <laughs> so she's doing eight. Wow. But, yeah, we're going to do, uh, yeah, the whole weekend. What, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Friday Fri- and Saturday, the people leave Sunday. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, that would be a good time. I'm going to try and get some 3D targets to set up in the woods. Mm-hmm. Have, like, a little shooting range so people can shoot their bows. and I have some go fish hearts that I would like to donate for the weekend. Sweet. Oh, I got a couple be. canopies. We could have a big-time beer tent. Huh? That would be I'm, awesome. I'm good at doing beer tents. You're that good would at, be awesome. Just I have, make I have sure a feeling this beer tent is not necessarily for everybody else. No, as I was going to say, make sure they bring t- their own beer because <laughs> right, the beer yeah. tent's for me. I thought you meant big-time is going to sponsor There will be a big-time tent with... With beer underneath of it that I'm drinking and yeah. people oh here here I was picturing one of those beer wagons that have like eight kegs with the tappers yeah. on the side oh. with big time no it's it. gonna it's gonna be a big time tent and then Joe's gonna be sitting underneath that with a cooler <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is <laughs> and it's gonna be called the big time beer tent that will probably increase our attendance probably would they can yeah. come meet Joe from big time absolutely can you believe this do you want to get people to come here or be like no nah, I ain't going to that. Uh, uh, well, it's it's a little bit of both, actually. <laughs> if if you are dedicated enough to where you want to drive down here and put up with our shit, absolutely. But uh, yeah, get this shit. So Sean Brinkman, you met Sean at the last yes. podcast. He is the buckless shooter on the show, and everybody loves Sean. All of our listeners, hands down, he's one of the favorites. Yep. That son of a bitch calls me. I hit him up. Two months ago, three months ago, right after ATA. We came up with the idea at the ATA. Yeah. Because we had some listeners come up and introduce themselves, and they're all excited. I said, hey, let's do a listener weekend. They can come hang out with us. And uh, I tell Sean about it. Two months ago, this is last weekend in July. He's like, I think I have to work. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're the buckless shooper. You have to be there. But I think I have to work. I'm like... Call in. <laughs> Not that time. I'm taking vacation. Just come down and help get ready beforehand. Yeah. 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 I'll be off that Friday before. And yeah, I'll probably take Thursday off. The way I make sure I'm here because I don't know where I'll be. <sighs> be in fucking Pennsylvania somewhere. Are you going to Pennsylvania? Yeah. Three weeks. Cool. I, you can stop by Levi Morgan's. I sure can. I'm just going to roll up in there and go, what's up? Do you see the hunt he's giving away? <laughs> Remember that time oh. Greg called you gay at her table? That's what I'll say. He uh, he's given away two hunts: a whitetail hunt in Texas and a whitetail hunt in Illinois. All you have Not to bad. do is fill out your email address, name, date of birth. That's it. I think the winner selected at the end of July. Yeah, 
Yeah, I entered it. Honestly, he gives you uh, all expenses paid. He gives you five hundred dollars travel money, but he gives you the choice of Texas or Illinois. Honestly, I'd probably pick Illinois. Wouldn't you have to pay for your own tag? No, I think it's included. Is it? That'd be the big kicker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tag in Texas is pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. Is it? You get a book for 300 bucks. Oh, really? Oh. It, it's it's a guy, like Havelina deer. Havelinas are... Now you're getting in my wheelhouse now because mm-hmm. I love Texas. On, on this book, I think you get three buck tags, four or five doe tags, mule deer, three or four turkey tags for 300 bucks. I mean, it's, yeah, it's dumb. Really? Yeah. I know Texas is awesome. And that's out of state too? That's an out of state book? Yeah, that's that's your out of state tax. Damn. Hell, I might have it in my wallet. We've been talking about going to turkey hunt down there, but apparently you can just have everything. Do it. Yeah, I want to really bad. I just got to find a place to go. I know a guy. Knows, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a little bit more time on my hands come next year, ever so slightly. I go. didn't realize Texas was that cheap. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, when, mean, you, we, when, when you go south, everything's cheap unless you go to Florida, and then Florida's fucked. We, it's stupid. I keep all my tags. Is that so you can make one big pot of soup? Yes. At the end of the year. <laughs> yes. And eat them all. Yeah. Hey, that's Indiana. Hey, you print your Indiana tag? I do. I'm still old school. Still old school. You know you can have it on your phone and it's good enough. I know. I've got it on my phone, too. I'm just extra precaution in we, case I drop my phone. We got stopped by a DNR one time. We were. It was during muzzleloader season two years ago, and we were by the road resting because we had walked 5,000 miles. And DNR actually pulled over and checked us all. And I thought, oh, shit, I hope the phone, I hope the guys weren't wrong. I hope the phone works. And he's like, yeah, as long as I can see it, it's got your name on it. We're good. I've got Illinois, Missouri, Indiana, everything but Texas in my wallet right now. How much, how many dollars worth of tags is that? I don't always, what, 475? Yeah. I don't like thinking about it. Yeah. Big time ought to be paying for that, though, right? They ought to be. I mean, it's work related, right? Yeah. I did get my Kansas tag. I got my email yesterday. I'm going to Kansas in November. Sweet. With my bow, so. I'm glad they're selling tags again. There are some people missed out on some hunts this year just because of uh, all the COVID shit. North Dakota just reopened their turkey and they extended the season for everybody. I wish they'd have done that here. Fuck, I'd have killed a turkey. Yeah. Was was Did you notice a turkey? I know not for you necessarily. That they were just slightly ever, just a little bit weird. Yeah, I mean... It, we went out youth season and we had a bird working he, there was like eight of them in a group and we got to within about 45 yards and I, I wanted to get another 10 yards and we were reaping him yeah and the, the one strutter was doing his figure eights and everything as soon as he would stop and face me we were we were going at him I mean then he as soon as he started moving again doing figure eights then we'd stop right sit there and I'd kind of shake a little bit I mean it like he was in it was all good and the the youth hunter I had with me, I mean, he was shaking and jacked up. And then five or six deer jump up in between us. Oh, They were shit. kind of off to the left. I didn't see them. Yeah. 
once we got that close, they jumped up, ran right through the flock, and they went every different direction. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we got we I, got permission we to hunt on uh, on Newport. Yeah, uh, I got a buddy up there with a lease, and there are so many freaking deer up there that you like you know by nine ten o'clock we're going ridge to ridge box call trying to get one to gobble and then we figure out how we're going to work him there was deer every 50 yards every time we walked 50 yards deer were jumping up running all over the place and no shit it was horrible but yet by the end of that day we came up on a strutter with a hen in the field and i got the shooter on a tree and i started crawling out with the the reap and i just clucked a couple times and as soon as he looked back and saw that strutter like he was off the field. Yeah. Like he said, "Fuck I'm, you." I've never had. I've, I've killed a lot of birds reaping. I've never had any luck in Indiana. Like last year was absolutely horrible. Like, that was my goal to kill a bird reaping in Indiana. And I, I probably had seven run off as soon as they saw it. Really, last ran. year? Yep. See, I had. See, that's I've that's all I've I've killed the past two years. I've killed them reaping. Yeah. And uh, this year, I, like I said, I might have had one shot. Uh, we I actually killed. It. We killed Bronson's reaping. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got we got it on video. You can't really hear anything, but uh, I had I actually had the GoPro mounted on front of the on front of the bird. It it worked out pretty nice. But yeah, he actually uh, he accidentally uh, what do you call that bump shot? We had an over under, and he bump shot the over under. And I because th- when he shot, I thought that like something like he exploded or like I had something really bad happened. And at, like at first, and I look back, and he's fine. And then he gets up, and he goes, "Dad, my face hurts." And what happened was, <laughs> is he shot, and I guess he didn't have it on his shoulder very well, and it pulled, went back into his finger, and shot again. It's real fast. You can hear it so, on the video. So he gave him both barrels. Oh, both barrels <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Well, the second barrel was actually because it come up and then shot again a little bit, and then that just sent it just right into his face, like tore the whole skin off the side of his nose. And everything open, uh, yeah. I, it was, it was, it was good. But he was pumped up, and like he would like hold his face for a second, and then go, oh yeah, and then hold his face for a second, and go, oh yeah. I'm like, are you okay? But, yeah. Let me yeah, yeah. cover this vein <laughs> yeah, up real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. But yeah, um, I went and shot at it, and I thought maybe it was a gun. Did just accidentally shot both barrels. I'll tell you what, when over under decides it wants to shoot both of them at the same time, it hurts. Uh, it's a it's a motherfucker. It's loud too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because that barrel was like the end of it was like right here, because he was behind me, not just off to the side, you know. And uh, I love doing that. That makes me so excited watching those birds come in. We got so lucky. We was on the ground for thirty seconds, forty yep. seconds. If you wouldn't, I mean, you saw the video. I turned the video on when we got out of the car. Yeah. And by the time we killed the bird, it couldn't have been I, realistically two minutes. And Damn. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and uh, so we get out of the car, and we what, what happened is there's a road to the left. We saw a turkey uh, gobbler ran. It was an open field. I know there's a hidden field over here through the tree row, and we saw him run into the woods. And uh, apparently, he didn't go far because as soon as we get out of the car, three birds gobbled on this field, and it made him gobble. We're in between them, so what are they gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, all we did was step, I don't know, 20 yards into the tree row. And I put the decoy down and got down, and he laid down, and they come right to us, and he shot one. Doesn't happen like that all the time. Never happens like that. That's why I told him. 
Never, and it was a beautiful bird. You better enjoy that one. Yeah, because uh, uh, I was crawled through the mud for the next two weeks and never got a fucking shot. <laughs> it's because you used up the golden horseshoe on Bronson. I did. I used every last fucking ounce of that on Bronson. <laughs> Absolutely right. I like giving Justin shit that he has a golden horseshoe out his ass. Yeah. It's just because I'm good at stuff. Once. Because he's lucky. <laughs> he's lucky. There was one time we were shooting... When I lived over in Illinois, we were shooting, and he grabs my target bow, and I'm a 30-inch draw, so he is, like, way past his head with the release, and he's, like, he's drunker and shit, and he's weaving, and <laughs> it's like a 12. So I shot a bow better than you, motherfucker. I'm like, you golden horseshoe son of a bitch. I said, we're doing it again, but we'll do it from 60. So we back off to 60. And I shoot, and then he shoots and launches it way the fuck out of the field. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't even see the target. It's all blurry. <laughs> uh, I couldn't see it. He's golden I couldn't, I couldn't see the whole fucking elk. It wasn't even there. <laughs> oh, shit. So is, I know that we got way the fuck off topic, and I don't even know if you want to go back to it. Is there anything new? Uh, anything else new you want to talk about? Yeah, I was just thinking that to myself. We didn't touch base on the mineral that we got now. We yeah. have our own mineral from big time now. We're uh, traditionally we were known as thirty out six and everything. Yeah. We were using another company's mineral. We've now developed and are producing our own mineral. Is this the nitro? That's the nitro. Okay. You got it. Okay. Uh, and what people are going to ask? What makes nitro different than any other mineral in the market besides the cherry smell? There is cherry smell in there. Thank you for that plug. Yeah, boy. Um, no, we're we're gonna use organic trace minerals in there, and what that does is, as soon as that deer consumes it, it's gonna get into the bloodstream much faster. So, I mean, they're all chelated minerals, meaning they go to the bloodstream. Mm -hmm. But when they're organic, they get into the bloodstream much faster, which means they go to the antlers much faster because the blood's picking up, going straight to the top of the head, and that's where you're gonna grow your antlers at. And from what we've seen, you know, a lot of times when you do a mineral site, it takes them a little bit to get adapted to it. And they'll start coming around and everything. And everywhere we put this, Iowa, Ohio, Indiana, Missouri, all over the place, these deer are hammering it where there has never been a site before. They're coming in and eating it like they would eat big time feed. It's unbelievable. So the, the nitro mineral... It's going to be a standalone mineral that you can buy as a 20-pound bag. And then it's also going to be incorporated in our feed products, too. Thank you for bringing that so up. So that's You're in the 30-06? That's, no, it's not called 30-06. We still got the 40-pound bag. Okay. It's not 30-06 mineral in there anymore. It's going to be our nitro mineral. Nitro, so okay. It, the blend's the same. The recipe's the same. We've changed to our own mineral now. Gotcha. So it's big-time fortified deer blend. There you go. Gotcha. Then you I got see the, the Protein Plus, too. What's the difference? What's the Protein Plus? The, the Protein Plus is going to be a 25-pound bag instead of a 40-pound bag. And we put, it's cracked corn versus whole corn in the Fortified Deer Blend, which there's no advantage to having cracked corn. It just looks a bit looks a little bit different. Yep. But we add roasted soybeans to it. That ups your protein content. Gotcha. So we're not adding pellets or anything like that to up the protein. We're using still whole grain being the roasted soybeans. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. And this smells like cherry as well? Absolutely. Because it's got the nitro. That's Everything the I got. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, Joe smells like cherry when he walks up. <laughs> <laughs> cherry, brats, and onions. Right, yeah. 
<laughs> well, it, uh, more like bush light when he walks up anymore. But well, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. So let me ask you this, Joe. As a customer, you, you mentioned the Foundation Clover earlier. You also have Clover Select, the Clover and Chicory mix. Yes. When I'm looking as like a land manager, deer, trying to manage the deer herd, what? Why would I pick Clover Select over Foundation Clover or vice versa? Is there different areas? You know, we, we kind of touched base on earlier where different guys have different tastes. The the Clover Select is kind of one of those split and hairs type deals where Foundation is going to be your total clover. Some guys like to have a little chicory in there. With, with our Clover Select, there's antler chicory in there, and there's three blends of clover. So there's going to be two reds, one white. Okay. That Some people just like to have chicory in there. But, you know, gotcha. if you're, you're kind of leaning toward if it's not just deer, I mean, turkeys are going to come into a straight clover plot. They love chicory. So that's kind of where we base that at. Where okay. Just a little bit different niche. Gotcha. So it's a preference thing. It's not necessarily sure. a management tool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's more of a preference. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. They're all going to be high protein and everything, but some guys are just going to be like, where's the chicory at? Well, now we got the chicory. Okay. I'm sure you've had a lot of people ask that then to actually make its own. Oh, it's. <laughs> No matter how many you come out with, somebody's you're gonna, gonna have somebody different. be like, "Why don't you make this?" I'm like, I can't have fifty-eight different blends of right. Yeah. Well, I'm just asking. Seed. I'm just asking for one more blend. I want you guys to come out with something alfalfa based. Yep. So I planted my alpha rack today. Yep. And I would have gladly planted big time if you guys had. Offered. I know you would have. We 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 looked at alfalfa for a long time. Um, and I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. It just didn't. I mean, you can only have so many when we launch this. We we just launched the food plot this year. Yep. There's some things in the works. We didn't want to throw everything out at one time. Gotcha. And, okay. You know, we're going to build on it. And, cool. You know, see what see what people like because we we know all the blends are going to be excellent. We're going to see what sells and okay. then modify from there. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. And we are working on blends for next year already. So yeah, so pretty much if there's something on there you like, buy a lot of it because if you know, then you we're don't, gonna keep on selling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like right now, um, Roking has the end caps with all the food plot on there. Uh, they're going nuts on it already. Are they? No, nah, it's unbelievable. Good. It, it's been a, a tremendous response already. Very, very happy with it. I hope this all keeps up too. Like, I do too. I, I, yeah, I mean, my I'm wife not, does too. <laughs> right. I'm not talking about just the sales part of it, but but I, it's just nice seeing everybody getting out and doing shit. You oh, see, you see it everywhere. The outdoor, just the stuff outdoor stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah it I makes mean, me I, happy. I, there's a lot of things we can take away from this, and I, I hope that you know, getting back to the roots and spending more time at home and doing those things stays there yep. you know cooking at home and just, we've all kind of slowed just, down a little just keep bit. rubbing yep. it in that's yep. just just keep just keep just what? just take just, no just take that stirring stick and just keep stirring about staying at home and hanging out with the family and just oh yeah just keep stirring that fucking <laughs> just fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> no but it really does like like even my kids this year it was awesome you season come around and it was like everybody's turkey hunting yep every day all day this is what we're doing and there was just there wasn't a better feeling well, like what, I what like we it. were talking about earlier i know we we hit a record in indiana this year yeah with turkeys i would love to know what that you know first three days was because it was 
I mean, Facebook and everybody I knew yeah. except for Justin Horn. I know, right? <laughs> Golden Horseshoe I mean, is gone. Everybody. Yeah. I done passed it down. Yeah, the, my Facebook was full. Yeah. Of, it was nuts. Yeah. And, I mean, we called in. I killed that bird. You know, I told you that story. I mean, I I got really lucky. I got underneath the tree with three hens in it. That helped out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was done in 15 minutes, but then the landowner had his uh, grandson out. Didn't get a shot off. We called in seven birds before nine o'clock. Like it was, that opening day was probably the best opening day I've ever seen in Indiana. I mean, as far as birds working, talking, they were everywhere. That's awesome. It was dumb. Yeah. I agree. Can you guys take it, talk amongst yourself for a minute while I take a piss? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not yeah, too much of a man no, to say I've got you're, a small bladder. You're, you're not. You're right. You're, you're, I'm trust just me, saying. There's not, I don't think there's been a person here that's actually done a full good podcast that I didn't have to take a piss. Well, except I, me. Except for Jimmy, but he didn't camel bladder. He didn't drink that much either. Oof. I drink a full diet coke, a full diet coke in the house. I swear yeah. these corn bush light cans—they taste exactly <laughs> the same, but they go through you so much faster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so light now. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's supposed to be dark. I'm drinking and doing a podcast. So, uh, Justin, I'll tell you what. I'm kind of pumped to try some of this foundation clover that he's talking about. I can't imagine having 40, 40 inch inches tall clover. I don't either. That's that's, that's a lot. That's a bit. That's some big fucking clover. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. That's crazy. So he mentioned it before we started recording. I don't think he said it on the show that he said their 40 inch clover is kind of like eagle soybeans or the big tall soybeans he yeah. said it's kind of like the same thing but in the clover world so i'm looking forward to this i'm gonna have to cover four pound bag covers up to a half acre so if you're gonna do that winter plot are you gonna actually do half and half or are you gonna do like a strip i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna go with the foundation clover and then the other one he talked about that has the oats and the wheat yeah your late season turnips and radishes yeah. yeah are you gonna do like a but like a strip yeah or i think so instead of like half and half yeah yeah maybe two something like that yeah i think i will Ugh, yeah but if you up. if you got 40 inches of clover in there that's freaking impressive gonna, yeah that's really impressive might not be able to shoot anything from the ground <laughs> that's a good point you might just see the backs <laughs> yeah. their backs as they're walking through yeah. I didn't think about that. Let's go back and cut it. Well, yeah. How often do you need to cut the foundation clover? The stuff that's 40 inches tall, is it flowering at 40 inches? You, you really need to go in once it starts flowering. And it, I mean, just like when if you're going to cut it for hay, yeah. you know, same concept. You're probably going to need to cut two, three times a year. You know, okay. Once it really gets established, probably three times a year. We're probably going to cut ours two this year. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, once... Just like anything else, once it starts flowering, it starts getting bitter. So yeah. you want to get that chopped off and get that new growth. That's when it's sweet and they want to hit it. Gotcha. We were just talking about the 40-inch clover hunting from the ground. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, oh, likes to, he likes to hunt off the ground, and I'm like, I don't know if we'll be able to see anything with 40-inch clover. It's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's freaking cool. Looking forward to uh, it. Yeah. I was just telling Justin, I'm excited to to try the foundation clover and plant it. Uh, the, there's so many options now that that we can provide that I'm really jacked up about. So our, so where's Big Time going right now? It looks like every time we talk to you, every time something happens, you guys are just not necessarily going, Wah, but you're 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 just expanding just as much we, as we you can. We ain't going nowhere but up, baby. I know, <laughs> but, but honestly, I mean, like... What, what it, direction it, are we going? Yeah, like, uh, is it just... Is it really getting that much bigger all of us? Just 
keep going and going and going? Uh, our goal is, you know, I don't want to be just known as a feed company okay. or a food plot company. I want to be a complete nutritional company for whitetail deer when it comes to food plot, when it comes to feed, mineral, anything you need for nutrition for your herd. That's what we want to provide for you. Not just, I don't want to be just have individual categories we're in. Like when you think big time, you think everything for the health of your deer. That's, that's where we want to So that's why you're focusing a lot more. You already know you have the attractant. That's, you don't have to worry about that shit. Right. We know, and and we're going to improve on the feed too. Right. There's always room for improvement. Um, We know that deer are going to eat the hell out of big time feed. Right. And we know it's beneficial to them. We've, we've seen, how they react to it and everything and same way i mean people are going to see really really quick the same way with the mineral too because yeah. most guys want to have a feed site and a mineral site so we filled that gap now we're coming out with the food plot line we filled that gap now where do we go from there we, we've got the cherry on top for the guys that are just using corn i just threw another one at you cherry uh, yeah yeah I, I heard but, it but i mean <laughs> our biggest competitor is straight corn you, there's some areas that you just can't get them off buying a $5 bag of corn. Okay. You want your $5 bag of corn, 50 pounds to smell like big time. Here's a pound jug of cherry on top. It's going to treat you 200 pounds of corn. There's no nutritional value to it, but as far as tractability, you're going to get the same attractability as that cherry rush smell in our feet. So now we're, we're targeting those guys that just want to go out there and dump 200 pounds of corn out and sit on a pile of corn yeah nothing wrong with that where you're allowed to do it i'm all for it now we want to cater to those guys too hell yeah and we've also got the happy hour that comes in a six pack let's say liquid mineral liquid mineral the six pack liquid mineral where you you pour it on the ground you pour it on the ground pour it on the stump wherever you want to go again it's not necessarily nutritional value but for the the pour and get pictures off of yep that's does, the way to go. Does it come in cans or bottles? It comes in bottles. <laughs> okay. I actually had this is bullshit right here. We had this thing all designed. We know the product works. I've been feeding it to deer. We've been pouring on stumps. Every stump in my woods now is gone because they just paw the hell out of it. We were gonna have McCormick's bottle with a little handle on the back. Yeah. You know that stupid little regulator on top of it? Yeah. Apparently that's built into the cap. Oh no. Really? We and they they were gonna charge us like seventy five cents to take that regulator out, which I would have to pass along to yep. the the retailer, the consumer, and per, like, per can or bottle per bottle. Holy shit! They were gonna charge me seventy five cents to sit there and pop. I was like, I can do that with a pocket knife. I do it all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> nothing bigger yeah, than yeah. just send them to Nobody me. Nobody likes that anyway. No. Just take them out. <laughs> but it, it it actually came out being a pretty cool bottle and everything okay it's it works out i had to ask i couldn't help myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said six pack i'm like nah, i know where this is going <laughs> it, it is a six pack case so do you ever get a hunt with these celebrities every now and then yeah. like i see greg ritz on here and I've, I've been to greg's farm in illinois i i didn't get an opportunity there I, the the kansas hunt i'm going on i'll be with hosey out there we're gonna do a deal out in, out in kansas you know, Joe Joe would be good in the uh, Whitetail Challenge that uh, Yankee's putting on. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard about the North American Whitetail Challenge? Let me tell you a story about Yankee. 
Uh, we've oh, heard a lot please. of stories about young That man can drink some bush lights. <laughs> yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. <laughs> he can it, drink vodka, too. If you go to Deerfest, you better be ready to roll because that's his hometown. Uh, oh, it is? Uh, really? Oh, it is awesome. When are we going to Deerfest? I don't know. You want to go in August with me? We might have to. Might, yeah, might I'll, have to. I'll save you a seat. Yeah, it is. We might have to. It is worth the trip with Mr. Yonke. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. We had a what, blast. We need to reach out to him and see if we go to Deerfest, if, if he'll cook us one of his 98-day steaks. Ah, fuck oh, yeah. That man can cook. Yeah. Uh, there, I've had many a conversation with him, just messaging him going, how'd you do that? What, what, oh, you just, just start with a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait 98 days, drink about six beers each day. God, I yeah. love Yonke, man. He uh, is a hoot. Yeah. He is a hoot. Yeah, that, that's literally his hometown. No shit. Hmm. Yep. We try to get him to come down here. We sh- we shouldn't even uh, tell him we're coming. Just show up on his doorstep. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you, Mrs. Yonke? <laughs> Did Mike tell you about us? We had an affair last year. <laughs> yeah, it was three days of way too much alcohol. Yeah, he when when he's at home up there. Oh yeah, he'll I'm just sure. disappear. Be like, yep, going home. <laughs> and he's gone. Oh, is that what he does? Yeah. Pulls an Irish exit. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we took. No, it's fun up there. You guys should come up with me. Where's it at? What what town in Wisconsin? Ah, oh, dang on. I should know that by now. It's just north yeah. of Milwaukee. I mean, it's not oh, about okay. I mean, you're talking five hours from here. Oh, that's easy, not bad. Easy, easy drive. I'll drive that this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Knoxville? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to Corbin, Kentucky. It's still five hours, though. Is it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I would love to, to visit with Yonke. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I'd like to meet his dad, too. I want to hear more shit stories. Yeah. I know he's got more. Oh, yeah. He spent way too much time on the one. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah. He's a dandy. He's a hoot. He was so drunk that one night, he didn't even remember the next day. The guys are asking me, he's like, I did that? Are you <laughs> serious? Are you messing with me? When he was in the hallway hollering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got off on the wrong floor or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably tried to go in the wrong hotel room. Yeah, probably did. Oh, yeah, for sure. Probably did. Yeah. Oh, he was drinking. He drank most of that bottle of vodka doing the podcast on before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The 20 ounce bottle of vodka. Yeah. Yep. There's my Cloverfield. Oh, shit. They're bedding in it. Oh, you're kidding. Is that the foundation clover? Yeah, that's the foundation. Oh wow! I mean, just bed down will disappear. Beautiful, thick. Not exactly sure if he's talking about your clover or your penis. My my wiener. Yeah, (laughs) my my onion wiener. I can barely my brown mouth. I had to like like a snake and like my jaw sideways. I've got a a 360 camera out in the the middle of that field. I gotta go find it before we cut because. Right now, I have no idea where it's at. I, I had it set low yeah. for the turkeys. and A 360 camera? A 360, yeah. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah. while you was we were filming? No. I, it- I just had it set because at, at my house, you have to turkey hunt like deer. Like right behind my house. I, I can call birds and work them anywhere you put me. 
but you, I walk in my damn backyard and I can't kill a damn turkey. It's stupid. <laughs> it, they just don't. You have to deer hunt them. You have to sit in the blind and just wait for them because they're just random. They don't. They don't roost on us. We know that. Yeah. They will come through, but you don't know when they're going to come through. It might be eleven, <laughs> might be two, might be six, might be seven thirty. We don't know. So wow. trying to get, you might get a pattern on for two days, and then they're six hours off the next day. But yeah. Yeah, I had that 360 out there, and now it's just completely disappeared. disappeared yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Whoops. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll find it. Oh shit. So Joe, you mentioned earlier you didn't know that Wobbly Arrow T-shirts were available. Yeah. We've been telling our listeners every show. Go to Facebook. Type in Wobbly Arrow Podcast. There's a Shop Now button at the top. Click on that. It will take you to our T-shirt store. We sell two different styles of T-shirts. We have like 30 T-shirts on there maybe 20 but there's two styles we have a cheap charlie which is their all cotton shirt which is still super comfy still comfier than any shirt you're going to buy at walmart or something like that but the tri-blend the tri-blend is kind of pricey 25 bucks 30 bucks a shirt the most comfortable shirt you'll ever own in your life so comfy yeah so to listeners we don't have the kind of money to buy like a bunch of shirts and then sell them so all we did was we're paying monthly we pay monthly it's a print on demand so basically you you place the order the money goes hits my paypal literally half a second later it gets sent to this company i'm gonna apologize to you why because the last time i was here you told me that after i've been drinking and now that i've been drinking i'm remembering (laughs) i absolutely remember that now (laughs) i know you guys had t-shirts we had hats at one point in time too yeah those weren't really fast why we haven't done that again because you need about 300 dollars to oh yeah that's one that you have to buy the inventory pay for it we can get we can get hats on there they're just shitty they got a logo on about that big yeah and the the hats i had made here at embroider express in terre haute they were able to get the big, like, clear up on, had, you know. Had stay wobbly the across the side and wobbly old podcast on the back. Hats, yeah, they were. Just expensive. Yeah. Um, so go to Facebook, shop now button, check them out, buy yourself a t-shirt. Right? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? All of them. Yeah. Buy all, just get one of each. Okay. Yeah. Young Guns University. Youngguns.com. Yeah. Go check out Heath and Julie McDonald. Donate. Hit the donate now button. Yes. If you donate 37 cents, just make sure it's an odd number. Yes. Make sure it's an odd number so Heath and Julie know that it came from the Wobbly Arrow family. Yep. I um, need to ask him if, it, if he's been getting any crazy donation amounts. I don't know. That'd I be really. Ask him. Yeah. 36 cents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Big Jim's Bow Company. Big Jim's Bow Company. Yep. They have actually worked with us pretty good with our bows yeah get, full get disclosure, we paid full price mm-hmm. for our bows and our quivers and our arrows and our arrows yeah we, didn't. we don't get a special price we just thank highly a jim he's a hell of a guy he does an exceptional product yes um it's handmade everything about it's handmade in the usa there's no made in china there's, there's four motherfuckers in there putting shit together and then I think his wife and and yeah, I know, another, in there yeah, and they all, lady answering the phone. Yeah, yeah. And they put some quivers together. And if you call, you can talk to Clint. Clint's a cool dude. Clint will help you out. Uh, he's the one that fletches all their arrows. He's yep. like five weeks behind right now on arrow fletching. Yeah, according to Justin. Justin he, yeah, he's he's him. pretty fucking far behind. He yeah. can't keep up. So check out BigJim'sBowCompany.com. Check out his work. Uh, beautiful bows. 
they're works of art. I mean, yes. everyone's a custom one-off. He'll design it the way you want it. With if any you, color you want. If you are not happy with it, let's say you pick a certain wood and a certain color range and you get it and you don't like it. He says, without a doubt, send it back because he will sell it within a day or two and he'll build you another one. Yep. So there's He doesn't like, like to do that. No, but the offer's but there. But the offer's there, I yeah. wonder how many people have ever taken Probably not very that. many. Probably not very many. Yeah. After we, we both asked for something... We weren't exactly sure how it was going to turn out. And that's just kind of the way everybody is. And he's got such an eye for just wood and everything. He is a wood whore. We yeah. figured that out. He's probably, he's got more wood than anybody. And I'm not talking about in his pants. But, uh, but he's, he just, he's got an eye for everything. And he just puts so much dedication to every single bow. Yep. And, Craftsmanship. Yep. So check him out. Big Jim's Bow Company. If you're thinking about going traditional, do it. Just do it. <laughs> and last but not least, this podcast is brought to you by Big Time. Big Time, when every inch matters. With a bra. Yeah. So stay tuned, Wobbly fans, listeners, friends of the show. I'm going to be putting up some foundation clover in my, uh, in my North food plot this summer. So I'll be sure and, and uh, share with you guys pictures of the prep and, and the before and after. And I will also be sharing my south pot that I planted today with the alpha rack. So stay tuned to Facebook for that updates on that. So hell yeah. Thank you, Joe, for coming. Yeah, appreciate no it. Yeah. Appreciate it very much, man. Always a pleasure. Good luck with seeing that you're only like 15 minutes away. You have to come in more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with it. You ever get a Saturday off, which is probably not going to happen. As soon as all this shit's over, you're going to be traveling again. Yeah, I don't know. You don't think so? Yeah, I I don't think we're gonna go back to that. Really? I really don't. I don't think. I mean, talking to the buyers that we have and everything, I think we're all done. I think it's all gonna be Zoom meetings and and all that. We're, we're doing that a lot. Now I'm not too. mad about really? it. Microsoft Teams. Yeah, a lot of Teams meetings. Everybody's realizing you don't really have to do all this bullshit. Why waste all the gas? So the I can be here every Saturday, bitches. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah, no shit. Wobbly Arrow family's growing. <laughs> yep. Good luck with the baby. Yes. We'll Thank be thinking you. about you. Baby so, girl. Baby girl. Thank I, you guys for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you, sons of bitches. We absolutely do. All for, five of you. For real. No, 12. Both we got 12. 12. Oh, yeah, 12. I'm pretty sure it's you 13 now. You <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Bo. Yeah. He'll a big cock. So until next time. Stay wobbly. Nothing? What, what was I supposed to say? Mm, whatever. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs>